Ashley. Good evening. Hey, Jay. Hi. Cute. First, tell me about your lipstick. So this is from MAC. It's uh, Soft Cell. And then I'm also wearing a lip gloss from uh, Buxom. And I don't remember which mean that one is. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. How have you been? I'm doing okay. Yeah. As I saw my parents for uh, for Thanksgiving, and that was, well, that was an adventure. So I guess last time we recorded was uh, June-ish. A while ago, yeah. You weren't yeah. sure if you were going to visit them at all. Right, yeah, because I had sent them a letter, and this was the second letter I had sent them, and I was asking them to call me by my name, but more specifically, I was trying to convey to them that Snooks or Snooks Pooks is okay as a nickname, but it's not a replacement for my name. Yeah. And up until that point, they had been kind of using that as a loophole to say, oh, we'll just use Snooks all the whole time, and then... Yeah. But that, that was no good, because in reality, they were just calling me Snooks around me and just using my birth name elsewhere, as far as I could tell. Oh. So w- when they called around that time... Um, I, I thought to myself, well, I should just ask them to call me by my name, and if they don't, I'll end the call. And and that's what I did. Toward the end of June, my dad called, and he says, I say, hi, this is Ashley. And my dad says, hi, Snooks, how are you? Mm-hmm. And I said, hi, Dad, I'd like you to call me by my name. Mm-hmm. And my dad says, we've discussed this. We've agreed not to call you birth name and to call you Snooks instead. When he says we and agree, he's just talking about himself and your mother? Well, either that or he's talking about the three of us, but using agree in the sense of this is what I've decided. Mm-hmm. And my dad goes on to say, and we don't like the name Ashley, so we'll be calling you Stux. Sort of saying, like, here's the way it's going to be. This is what I've decided. So, so then what I said to my dad was, well, we can continue our conversation when you're ready to call me by my name. And then I, I put the phone down. Uh, that was it. What, what people in Congress might call the nuclear option. Did you say nucle- nuclear or nuclear? <laughs> I think I said both. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, to a, appeal possible. to the widest possible audience. But yeah, that, in other words, that's mighty brave. And it seems like uh, something that at least a few people on Twitter were urging you to do much earlier. But you were trying to give your parents, quote, the benefit of the doubt, or... I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, and... Leeway. I realize what was cognitive dissonance and all of that. When someone comes up with an idea on their own, or when they think that they've come up with an idea on their own, they're much likely to give it a chance and uh, see how it goes than if someone else presents an idea for them sure and so in the case of my parents i was thinking that well if they could just come around sort of by their own way of thinking that might have a stronger foundation than if i just um corrected them into doing so okay but at the same time i mean push comes to shove it's been three years now since i've come out of them so yeah and then it so happens that in early July, it was my birthday. And so I was kind of curious whether my parents were going to call because I hadn't uh, talked to them recently. Mm. 
So I wasn't sure whether they were going to call, but it turns out that they did. And uh, I picked up the phone. I said, hi, this is Ashley. And it was both of them on the line. And they proceeded to sing me happy birthday in, in unison. Great. Yeah. And their version came out. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go through it. See if you could spot the difference here. They said, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, was, and so... There's no name there. Yeah. Yeah. There's like that... Hey, wait a sec. That... Yeah. There's that one part in the middle that would have a happy birthday to your name, but nope. They just made their own verse for that part. It's weird because evidently they thought this through because oh, yeah. they're singing in unison and all and that. Planned ahead. Sure. Right. And apparently they thought, oh, she'll like this. Or at the least, oh, she'll think this is fine. But it was just, it was just weird. And it kind of hurt because even on my own birthday, they couldn't call me by my name. I mean, that was, that's bogus. There's another possibility that I don't know if I would conclude, but I'm sure other people might hear that story and think they were being passive aggressive. Yeah, I mean, that's that's possible. That's possible. Or, or possibly they just figured that this was as far as they're going to go for things mm -hmm. and that this was a, the best they could do. Do they normally sing to you on your birthday? If I were present, they would sing to me. Okay. Yeah. All right. A couple of weeks after that, my dad called. And although I was pretty clear in my call from earlier about, hey, Snooks is not my name and I'd like you to call me by my name. I had a hunch that my dad might think, oh, I've got a loophole. I'll just not use any names. And she'll think that's fine. I told you that was going to happen. Yeah, you totally did. And <laughs> You didn't believe I, me. I did, I did not believe you, Jay. <laughs> you just know your parents better. And well, they use names in conversation a lot. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, one evening my dad calls and I say, hi, this is Ashley. And my dad says, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. And you could sort of tell already that there's sort of the gap after the high where the words, the name would go. Oh. And uh, that's why I said. It's like an, uh, an edited for TV version of your dad. Yes, something like that. Yeah. So so I said, hi, dad. I can see what you're doing there. Mm. And that's not okay either. And I'd like you to call me by my name. Yeah. And my dad says, we've discussed this. Hmm. And then after a beat, he goes on to say, so how's your week been going? <laughs> Which right. is kind of weird because I guess he figured, well, I'm the patriarch here, so mm -hmm. I'll set the rules and we'll, we'll go on. Yeah. And if I was eight, you know, that would be understandable. Right. But I'm more than eight. So at that point, what I said to my dad was much the same as the last call. I said, Dad, we can talk more about this when you're ready to call me by my name. And then I put the phone down. It's painful. Yeah. To hear about. So for the next few months, I didn't talk to either of my parents. And that was kind of odd since normally I would talk to them like one or the other every three or four days or so. Sure. During yeah. all of August, all of September or what? That last call was sort of mid-July. So yeah, all of... The rest of July, August, September. And then it so happened that my dad's birthday is in early October. 
So I thought, hey, I'll try to be the bigger person. I'll call my dad for, for his birthday. I mean, he stole my old man. I should at least do that. Okay. Yeah. So I called him, wish him happy birthday, and he didn't use names for me, but I thought, well, it's his birthday. I can set that aside for just a day. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked about, oh, like, how how are things uh, in Dallas and how are things with whatever, you know, small talk, chit chat stuff, which would normally be fine and ordinary, except that the tone of the conversation was as if everything was okay, but we kind of both knew that it wasn't, mm -hmm. which to me sort of gave it an undercurrent of, this is kind of weird. Yeah, t tense. Yeah. Right. Mm. So I didn't really, I didn't really know what to make of that. I figured that at that point, I guess things are just the same as it was when I last talked to them in July. Did you think you would talk to him again three or four days after his birthday? Were you thinking at that point, well, it's a birthday, so that's special, but I might not talk to him again until my birthday next year. Well, I knew that Thanksgiving was coming up, and Thanksgiving has always been my favorite holiday. Oh. The thing I like about Thanksgiving is that it's all about the things that are important in life. It's about okay. family and friends and... It's not about just buying shit for people. Yeah, right. So I've always liked Thanksgiving, and I wanted to see the rest of the family for Thanksgiving because certainly my, my brother and his fiance are been super supportive, and my uncles and aunts and cousins, they've been supportive. Mm. So, and, and usually for Thanksgiving, my, my parents invite over a bunch of like aunts, uncles, cousins, yeah. neighbors. And so at the least, I wanted to have Thanksgiving with them. But at the same time, I kept thinking to myself, well, I don't want to just be at my parents' house for four days or so and have them call me anything but my name the whole time. Yeah. That I couldn't really, that wasn't going to work for me. Mm -mm. So one of my best allies, my Aunt Angie, she lives about an hour away from my parents. And I emailed her saying, hey, would it be all right if... Things don't improve by the time Thanksgiving comes around if I could maybe stay at your house over Thanksgiving. And usually my parents invite uh, my Aunt Angie and Uncle Alka yeah. for Thanksgiving anyway. So what I was thinking was, if need be, I could stay at their house and then I could come over for Thanksgiving at my parents' place just like they would normally. Oh, okay. Thereby reducing the possibility of being called something other than your name to only maybe four or five hours. Right. Okay. Right. And moreover, that you'd be deluded because there would mm. be many more people calling me by the right name during sure. that time. Sure. Right? Okay. Yeah. So I emailed her, and then a, a day or two later, she replied to, yeah, of course, you're welcome to stay here. And so at that point, I uh, emailed my parents to say, hey, I just want to let you know that um, I'll be in town for Thanksgiving, but um, if you're not open to using my name i'll i've made arrangements that i can stay at angie and alka's house okay wow and i went and i went on to say on the other hand if you would uh like to call me by my name i would love to stay with you at the house all right here's the deal i suppose it did present a sort of choice of sorts but honestly i figured it was a shoe-in that i was going to be at the bloom bargains and i figured i'd present this kind of 
this option to my parents just as sort of a matter of course. And if nothing else, as a way to reinforce that, hey, this means a lot to me, this, that you call me by my name. Okay. But I figured it was just a kind of a lost cause mm. for this time around. So, but uh, yeah, so I emailed my parents and then I got a reply from them a couple of days later. And uh, their, their email starts out, hi, Ashley. Oh. What? From your parents, this game? I know. <laughs> that was the first time that they had written the word Ashley. Mm. It meant it to refer to me, mm -hmm. which was, I just, I couldn't even believe that because that was, yeah. Especially considering my, my dad gruffly saying over the phone over the summer, oh, well, we don't like the name yeah. Ashley anyway, well. so we're going to call you Stokes. So uh, my, my parents go on in their email and they say, we are glad that you've decided to spend Thanksgiving with the family. We've gone to considerable lengths not to call you birth name anymore. And we've tried hard to establish a middle ground. And of course, by middle ground, they mean like they see it as halfway between my birth name and my actual name oh. is a nickname. So that's that's we still prefer Snooks as a middle ground, a name we've used extensively over the years. So this is, I guess, them just making their case of like, see, it's it's yeah. I would have loved to see the first draft of this letter. I know. It's like <laughs> they're trying to make the case for like common law naming or something sure, like sure. we've used this name for years yeah. and uh they say as to thanksgiving we'll try to refer to you as she or her which hey that counts for a lot because yeah. they so they never done before mm. they say uh as we're increasingly doing with third parties oh but but we can't ref guarantee that we won't refer it sometimes so they're already kind of like backpedaling a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Well, and the, and the thing about increasing doing with third parties, I mean, this sort of says to me, like, is this like a graduated rollout or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. And they continue to say, similarly, while we currently prefer Snooks, we'll try to call you Ashley or some abbreviation thereof, at least some of the time. But again, we can't guarantee it. Mm. Did you ever talk to them about how you don't like it being abbreviated? Did you never get that far because they refused to use it? Well, I, I did actually. Yeah. And, um, of course, the some abbreviation thereof, I mean, who are they kidding here? My name only has six letters in it. Mm -hmm. So th there's not a whole lot of abbreviations to go around. Yeah. So I, I did email them back and um, mentioning among other things that I would prefer to be called Ashley. And the same there's a convenient sort of parallel anecdote thing with my dad because his name is raymond and yeah. he likes to go by the name raymond okay and occasionally people Andy. who meet him will say will call him ray yeah and my dad will say uh, actually i'd prefer raymond please okay and then they say oh okay sure uh so i have my dad's best friend whose name is duncan um calls that ray mm. and i'm guessing this may have been grandfathered in <laughs> when they were both little or something or possibly just because Duncan is dad's best friend. So I mentioned that I would prefer to be called Ashley, but if Duncan would like to call me Ash, <laughs> then maybe I'll give him a special dispensation. <laughs> That's adorable. So that was that was a letter from my parents, which was pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I called them that evening to thank them for writing the letter. 
I call them and I say, ah, uh, hi, dad. And my dad says, hi, how are you? Mm. I'm like, wait, what? Because surely they could have anticipated that I would call that evening. And it was just weird that they wouldn't use my name in that context. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Unless it's something they really, obviously they're struggling with it, but maybe it's something they feel like they have to work up to or. So, I mean, my dad and I talked and he said uh, at one point, yeah, we'd love to see you for over Thanksgiving if you'd like to come. And I said, yeah, I think I would like to come. I, I appreciate the efforts you put into this and I'd like to stay at the house. And then we talked a bit more and um, sort of toward the end of the conversation, my dad said something like, and we'll try to use the name while we're in public. And I was like, wait, mm. what? So I, I said, well, I would, I would like it if you'd use my name in public and, and otherwise. Yeah. And my dad sort of seemed to think that the only part that was embarrassing to me was being outed in public, which, of course, is embarrassing, but that's not the only part. Okay. That's no good. No. No, that, that wasn't particularly good. What did he say after that? Uh, I think he changed the subject after mm, that. Mm -hmm. So that left me feeling uncertain about visiting them for Thanksgiving. Because I committed to doing it. And I thought, on one hand, the email seems to have some good signs in it. But from the call, it seemed like they were just kind of backtracking a bit. Yeah. So I, I booked my flights to for Charlotte. Thanksgiving comes around, and I... Uh, I, I arrive in Charlotte, and I head to the baggage claim, and I get my bag. And I didn't see my parents at the baggage claim where they would normally be, but then uh, my I could see my phone ring, so and I could see from the call ID that it was my mom. So I said, hi, mom. And she says, hi, we're at the cell phone lot, so whenever you get your bags, just give it a ring, and we'll pull around. Okay. And... Of course, I said, well, actually, I just had, I already picked up my bag, so you can just come around now. Yeah. So what was out there as well is that my mom just said, it's just, hi, we're yeah. in the cell phone lot. I was waiting for a name there. And especially since they had to have known this would be something at top of mind and, and all that, something I'll be thinking about when yeah. visiting them. So at any rate, I headed out through the, the doors and there's sort of the the driveway with all the cars and stuff. And my parents' car pulled around. And it was both of them in the car because, uh, as I would learn, uh, they we were heading off straight to my Aunt Angie and Uncle Alka's house for dinner that evening. Uh, so my dad puts on that the hazard lights, and both he and my mom get out of the car. And I say, hi, Dad. And my dad says, hi, Ashley. Oh, and finally. Mom, and I say, hi, Mom. And my mom says, hi, Ashley. Oh, great. And I just, I couldn't even believe it. And I, I gave them just both big hugs. And it was, it was just so amazing. Because that was the first time that they'd ever said my name out loud. Yeah. Now I almost wonder if they were waiting to make it a special occasion. I sort of wonder a little bit, but that would seem like a really mean way to wait. Uh, yeah, maybe so. That was just fantastic, though, because they, 
I mean, up until that point, occasionally there might be like a friend of a friend of the family who happened to have a daughter named Ashley. And they might have some anecdote about her. And I would sort of pretend that they were talking about me when, because other than that, they would never say the word Ashley. Oh, golly. Yeah. But, and now they had said it, and I just, I could hardly even believe it. I, but then we headed off to my Aunt Angie and Uncle Alka's house, which is about an hour away. And, uh, for dinner there, there are a few cousins there as well. They're, they're kids. And, uh, before dinner, we had some appetizer stuff. And while we we're sitting in the living room, having some wine and at one point um i think there was a plate of cheeses and my dad said uh ashley can i pass you the cheeses and i said yes please that would be great raymond and it was just so nice because he didn't have to necessarily use my name because although there were several of us on the couch so he might not have Uh. been clear who he (laughs) was directing the cheeses thing to maybe yeah. Maybe he saw how happy it made you earlier and he wanted to extend that. I, I wonder. And then we came back to, uh, we drove back home, my, my parents and I. And from there we uh, sat in the living room and had a, a glass of wine after dinner and chatted for a bit. And uh, at one point my dad was telling an anecdote about me and he said, something something he and mm. and then i said oh don't you mean she and my dad says oh right she and then we continued with this with his anecdote which <sighs> which which was just two for two i know That's but great. it was that was also the first time that my dad had ever acknowledged a correction because before he just would have been giving me the side i'm like <laughs> oh no you know one of those but this time he seemed to take it along as oh you're right thank you for yeah after a little ways my uh mom headed off to bed because she goes to bed pretty early you know my dad and i chatted for a little bit more and uh at that point uh my dad uh got up to head off to bed and uh he said to me uh sleep well ashley and it was just it was so lovely for him to say that because at that point my my mom had already gone to bed so it was just my dad and I and he didn't have to say that to impress anyone or to it was not the in public thing that I was worried about okay he was just saying that to be a dad yeah and it was it was it, that just meant so much to me that he would do that and uh, if from there, I mean, he was heading off to bed as he said that, and I, I was kind of at a loss for words at the time. But oh. uh, I think I did manage to say, and, and I hope you sleep well too, as as he was getting to his bed. So I probably got off around ten thirty or so, and kind of headed downstairs around eleven. And my mom had had been up for quite some time because uh, she just gets up early. And so uh, she glances up and when she sees me and says, oh, there you are. Hmm. Which was kind of weird because it was nice that she avoided the he that she seemed to be about to sing. But at the same time, she punted to you rather than 
because she could have just said, "Oh, th- oh, th- there, there she is." Or yeah. So at this point, your mom's only using the right name and pronouns at airports. Well, she'd use the right name at the airport, and up to this point, she. I don't. Th- I don't think she used pronouns at all. So the guests came around three or three thirty that afternoon. And uh, my aunt Angie and Uncle Alka were coming, and uh, along with our neighbors, the Butlers, and um, who are uh, Jonathan and Sarah, as as well as their son, also came. And it so happened that uh, Jonathan's mom was also in town, so we invited her too, and her name is uh, June. Uh, so everyone got in, and um, arrived, and. We hadn't met June before, so my mom introduced her to each of us, saying, June, this is so-and-so, mm. June, this is so-and-so. When she got to me, my mom said, and June, this is my daughter, Ashley. Yay! <laughs> That's awesome. I know! <laughs> it was awesome. It was so great. So you got the trifecta now. You've got the right name and the right pronouns and the right child type. Yeah, it was so, it was so nice. And from there, we uh, had a few drinks, uh, and then we went to sit down. And uh, as you may recall from last year, my parents made up little, like, name tags for each mm-hmm. face for people to sit. Mm-hmm. Ashley's weird parent name tag. Yeah, well, because they have, I guess it's like old European etiquette rules where, like, Married couples aren't supposed to sit next to each other, and I think it's supposed to alternate boy-girl, which is also problematic if we have any genderqueer guests, but... (laughs) Sure. Well, it would be, although I'm sure that would be, be, like, the least of my parents' problems, but... (laughs) I'm not sure they've ever heard that word. Okay, all right, yeah. That is is true. So, as you may recall from last year, there were name tags at each place, as they usually do, but there was one place without a name tag. And that was my place, because they couldn't bear to write a name for me. Right. And so this time, I was curious to see how that would pan out. And it turns out that there was a name tag for my place, and it said, Ashley. Hey, great. That's my name. I know who she is. (laughs) And it wasn't an abbreviation. That's right, because, well, yeah, they could put an abbreviation, or... Mm. It, it wouldn't have been unheard of if they were to just put Snooks, because even that would have been an upgrade mm. over birth name. Or blank. Or nothing. Yeah. But they really they really pulled through, so that was good. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And uh, so Thanksgiving was, was pretty good. And then um, the, the following day, uh, after Thanksgiving... My mom and I needed to pick up a few things at the supermarket. And so uh, we, we headed off. And as we got to the supermarket, as we're walking in, we bumped into uh, one of my mom's tennis friends who was just walking out. They had a bit of chat chat, like, oh, how's your Thanksgiving? Yeah, such and such. And uh, I hadn't met my mom's tennis friend before. So uh, my mom says, oh, and, and this is my daughter, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Yay! <laughs> it yeah. should be second nature at this point, then. Well, you would think so, but yet, sort of, who knows no, I, what it, these kinds of things. I, I can say from my own experience that it took a couple of weeks for it to be second nature. And it was mostly happening in my head. 
because I don't talk much to begin with. But were, were the things in your head like, uh, oh, I should watch Space Mutiny with, with birth name. Oh, wait, <laughs> I mean with Ashley. That's how it started. And then, oh, I should watch Space Mutiny with birth. I mean, Ashley. Oh, I should watch Space Mutiny with Ashley. Oh, I should watch Space Mutiny with Ashley. Yay. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that your parents are sort of batting a thousand. My dad slipped up with pronouns a few times and I would correct him. Oh, that's right. And that's right. Yeah. I think my dad called me Snooks once or twice, which I wasn't really going to gripe about since that seems to me within the realms of nickname-ness. Mm-hmm. My mom called me Snooks more often, but it was one of those things where as she was approaching the threshold for, hey, I should say something about this, then she'd break out with like, oh, in June, this is my daughter, Ashley. Yeah. So at that mm. point, I couldn't really be like, hey, about those Snooks things, you really messed it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My dad called me Ashley several times uh, in all... I actually kept count. My dad, sure you did. My, my parents called me Ashley 16 times over the trip. Wow. And of those 16, three of those were from my mom. All right. One from the airport, one from introducing me at Thanksgiving, and one from introducing me at the supermarket. Uh, I'm going to ask you to do some time traveling. Before the trip took place, would you say that it meant as much coming from either parent for them to call you Ashley? Before the trip, I think it may have meant more from my, from my mom. Hmm. Okay. Because in her reactions previously to my letters and so on, she was more harsh in her words, whereas my dad was more cold and detached. And that's not to say that my mom had stronger feelings, but she may have just expressed them in a more pointed way. Okay. And with my mom calling me Ashley three times, I mean, that certainly counts for something. But that wasn't really, that wasn't really keeping up with my dad, as it were. My, and she didn't use your birth name at all. Did she use your nickname? Snooks? Yeah. Over the trip, there were, of course, the 16 times my parents called me Ashley, mm. and they called me Snooks 15 times. Ooh. So almost as many times. Yeah. And most of those were from my mom sounds like it yeah hmm. and my dad really seems to be taking things to heart from an outsider's perspective that he seems to be calling me ashley most of the time and maybe he'll slip up and call me snooks occasionally but to me it's falling well within the realm of okay this is uh, could be a nickname kind of thing mm -hmm. but my mom seems to be more in the mindset of using snooks as a re replacement for my name and and just kind of using Ashley when she can, which she really wants to, or I guess probably the in public thing. That seems to be the main part. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So I've I've booked my flights for December, and I'm going to stay with my parents. But it so happens that my brother and his fiance Margaret have decided to sort of alternate holidays. So it means that this year is just going to be me and my parents. Unless you invite somebody along. That's true. And indeed, I have some trans friends like Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. I know. Yeah. And perhaps uh, and perhaps one or two others who 
It just so happens that their parents live in North Carolina. Oh. I know. Not not quite the same part, but hopefully close enough that maybe we can meet up for lunch one day or go for a drink or something. And that would certainly be a welcome antidote if things get wonky with my parents. Well, good. So we're doing we're doing like a B plus, it sounds like, with your parents, as opposed to the D minus right. F situation you had back in July, August, September. For the stage of basically July through November, when I wasn't talking with them, that was pretty not good. <laughs> and I'm still not sure that I'm out of the woods just yet. Why is that? Well, for one thing, when my parents visit, say, a family friend or someone, and if they haven't seen them in maybe a year or two, during the course of normal chit-chat, there would often be questions about, oh, and how are the kids doing or whatever? And it would really mean a lot to me if my parents were to say, oh, Adrian's off in Boston about to get married, you know, stuff like that. And uh, birth name, who now goes by Ashley, she's down in Dallas or uh, whatever. Yeah. Just to... My parents having... The, the commitment to my name that that's who I am, mm -hmm. not just what they call me around me. That's, okay. that's to me when I would be out of the woods. Okay. How will you know if that's happening since you're not there? Well, for instance, back in June, my parents went on a road trip to some of the adjacent states in the area to see family, friends, and that kind of thing. And uh, I called them, uh, talked to them over the phone shortly after they got back from their trip. And one of the things that my dad said to me was, oh, when we uh, had dinner with the so-and-sos, and, -sos, and uh, we didn't really bring up everything with your situation. We, we didn't think that they would be interested. Which, of course, tells me that my dad is too embarrassed to talk about this because this is, this is not, not news or, you know, it's... Yeah. There's a difference between not bringing it up and avoiding it. Yeah, yeah. Sort of makes me wonder if the other people in question asked. Well, I mean, I'm sure they asked about, like, how are the kids or whatever. It's sort of a... Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's sort of like, how's the job going? How are the kids? I mean, standard small talk. I don't know. I I guess that's the difference between having Facebook and Twitter and not having Facebook and Twitter, is people will tell you how their kids are. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. My parents are also of the generation that, I mean, they're not on Twitter, they're not on Facebook. Yeah. I'm not sure they even know what Twitter is, which Oof. is actually fine with me. <laughs> Segway. I think I saw some tweets from you about uh, going to Argentina or Buenos Aires or both. Yeah. Is that in Argentina? Yes. Buenos Aires is in Argentina. So I'm going to Buenos Aires for FFS, which is facial feminization surgery. And that's with Dr. DiMaggio in, on April 17th. There aren't actually a whole lot of FFS doctors in, in the world. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there are quite a number of them, but the number that are really good at it yeah. is, I would say, less than 20. Okay. Yeah. How do you know who's good? Well, the trans community is a fairly tight-knit group because there aren't a lot of trans people. Like, I don't know if I know every trans person in Dallas, but I know a whole lot of them, mm. which is great. It also means that word gets around about 
who does good work for this or who does good work for that, that kind of thing. Okay. And there's also uh, a Yahoo group for FFS discussion. Hey, great. Yeah. So what I did um, is I went to the Yahoo group, which is a, a private group, but you can just say, hey, I'd like to join. I'm transgender and they let you in. And I looked at the before and after pictures because there's a little picture section of the site. Great. And I just went through every single shot. And of the ones where I liked how they turned out, I kept a little tally of which doctor performed their surgery. Ah. And in the end, Dr. Tomashu came out ahead. Okay, great. And it also so happens that being that he's out of the country, his rates are also slightly less expensive than other doctors. Okay. How how slightly? Well, with Dr. Dimaggio, things will end up costing nineteen or $20,000, which is out of pocket because insurance companies are assholes. And they're not going to cover you if you go out of the country. No, but a comparable doctor in Boston would charge probably closer to 30 for the same set of surgeries. Okay. Which set are we talking about? So I sent Dr. DiMaggio uh, a, a set of pictures of me of various different angles uh, without makeup, with my hair pulled back, uh, just yeah. so they could see exactly what I look like. Yeah. So they, among the recommendations, uh, there was um, forehead contouring, which um, for people who are assigned male at birth, there's typically a bone that runs sort of just above the eyebrows going across hmm. and it's the kind of thing where most people probably don't consciously notice it but it's yeah. one of those little cues that the brain uses to infer someone's gender oh. yeah and so for you jake for example if you just put your hands or fingers up there you can you can feel it it's sort of just a ridge that goes across i guess you could call it a ridge i'm feeling more like the, the bone sticks out to a certain level where my eyebrows are, and then it dips uh -huh. a little. And then yeah. it comes back up for the rest of my forehead. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're saying you want it to not stick back up when it gets to your eyebrows. You want it to keep at the same level where the dip is. Yeah, just is. have basically a gradual curve going down instead of, like, curve and then... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Neat. I mean, they basically, like, cut this part open, peel that back, and then use basically sort of... A a doctor great Dremel tool and go so kind of low tech but you know I mean it's bone so what are you gonna do and then so the other thing they're doing um is a rhinoplasty ah, and um, nose job yes and that's something where before I came out to myself I didn't particularly mind my face I thought it was fine but since my transition my nose is something that I don't think it outs me, certainly. I wouldn't say that. Mm. But it's something that I, I've, I've thought the shape could be better. You can be more specific? Well, okay, so if I turn to the side, you can sort of see the general shape. Yeah. It seems to go more outward this way instead of being perhaps more flat left to right okay. kind of thing. And as well, many women, although not all women, have a little slight upturn at the end of their nose. Okay. But, uh, so they're also going to be doing an upper lip lift, which is the upper lift making that shorter. So, oh, yeah. I hadn't heard about that one. Because okay. this distance between the nostrils and the top of your lips yeah. 
He's often shorter for people who are assigned huh. female at birth. How do they do that? Just remove some skin? Yeah, I think they basically just like remove a chunk of skin and then like s stitch it back up and pops your uncle. And then, uh, and they're also going to do uh, a jaw feminization, which is sort of like the Dremel thing for your forehead, but for your jaw instead. Okay. So kind of rounding that and... Turn to the side again. No, no, lift, tilt your head up. Because it looks pretty triangular already. You don't have a, you don't have a square jaw. Yeah, I mean, I'm no Don Draper, which, I mean, thank God. When are you traveling to do this? So the surgery's on April 17th, and they want me to be there two full business days beforehand to allow for the rare possibility of a flight delay, okay. but also doing some tests beforehand mm. to make sure everything's on the up and up. Okay. And then after the surgery, you have to remain in Argentina for two weeks. <sighs> well, I, I've already made arrangements with my boss uh, about this, and he knows that I'm trans and all that, and, and basically what he said to me was, we might do it through, like, medical leave or something like that, but either way, we'll make it work. Fantastic. That's great. Yeah. Two weeks. Wow. I hope you make some time to go to a spa or something, or, I don't know, learn Spanish. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a vacation, is the thing. I mean, a lot of it is just going to be me, like, propped up in a bed. Yeah. Like, reading comic books or whatever. For at least the first week, week and a half, well, I'm going to look bandages. like a mummy. Yeah, okay. Do you, you feel mostly excited about this, or do you feel afraid at all? I am excited, but I'm also kind of nervous. Yeah. I mean, for one thing, I don't speak Spanish. But also, I'm I'm not up to speed on the customs. Well, I'm excited for you. Well, thank you, Jay. Yeah. I like you as you are, but... I, I will like you even more if you like yourself more. Oh, that's so sweet. And I almost forgot to mention that my friend Andrea is coming with me to oh, Argentina. Oh, that's so great. We have somebody yeah. turn the comic book pages for you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Because I couldn't really count on my parents to be supportive and all of that. But Andrea offered that she could go with me, which yeah. is going to be totally fantastic. Great. Would you teach me something ladylike, please? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I got I got two jobbies. So this is um, Makeup Forever HD Foundation, which is the foundation I use. Ah. Oops. I'm surprised we haven't talked about foundation before. I know. Huh. And I guess it's something where I've stuck with this one for a long time just because it's worked great for me. And as opposed to, say mascaras where i've tried a, a whole slew of them because a lot of them kind of sucked for me this one is one of the earlier ones that i've tried and it's just really worked out super i know so it comes in a little container like this and the top comes off and you got a little squeezy pumpy okay. thing and well among the things i like about it is that it comes in like a whole ton of shades so there's a, a really good chance that they can match it to your skin tone and also, it blends in with your skin well. It doesn't, like, clump up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's actually just been a really great product. Yeah. Okay, great. And um, for whatever reason, I've only found this at uh, Sephora and at Makeup Forever stores. Huh. And this will run about $42, I think. But this will last me about three months. So How, how many yeah. grams is that? 30 milliliters. 
Oh, right. One fluid ounce. It looks like more than one ounce. Interesting. Okay. Well, okay, you take the lid off, uh -huh. and then you figure it's like this much. I guess it's a little bit thinner than a shot glass. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, then some of it's like the tube thing on the inside. I don't know. Mm. So I actually calculated this is like my single largest makeup expense a year. Oh. Only because I use makeup every day, and so... Do you want for next next jobby then? Yes. Okay. This guy. Well, that's just lotion. It's lotion. It's from CeraVe. Okay. And it's moisturizing lotion. Yeah. I know. Would that it probably okay. seems like totally banal. Like, hey, Ashley, why are you showing us this lotion? And it doesn't seem ladylike, especially. What, lotion? Ladies love lotion. I did see that brand just today when I was in CVS, and it was near other stuff that ladies love, so, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a complete euphemism. Oh, no. Nope. It was near. Okay. As if it was, like, near the Hitachi Magic Wand. Like, like three feet to the left, there were... <laughs> I don't think they sell that at CVS. Probably. They should. There were scrunchies. So the thing with lotions is that it's often a balancing act of moisturizing this versus uh how quickly it's absorbed wow so it's you can often find lotions that are like super moisturizing but then they aren't absorbed very well and you're you're like left all greasy and weird okay or you find one that absorbs kind of quickly but on the other hand they don't moisturize very well right and yet somehow this one breaks the seesaw because you get both of those okay yeah it's, it's super moisturizing, but then also it's absorbed pretty quickly. So you could say after you've washed your hands or something, they're kind of dry. You can use some of that. And then, you know, within a minute or whatever, you can go to type on your keyboard and your keyboard doesn't get all like greasy and weird. Super duper. It is super duper. It's totally great. Well, awesome. Yeah. I, it sounds like things are on the up and up for you. I know. There's a whole lot going on. And I'm just going to see my parents in a few weeks. For, was it candle time? Candle nights. Candle winter? <laughs> I imagine some people might want to follow your candle nights adventures with your parents. Where should they follow you? I'm on Twitter at Snuggle Polish. All right. Well, yeah. best of luck. No, I don't want to say best of luck because luck doesn't exist. I'm pulling for you. Thank you, Jay. I'm encouraging you to keep being awesome. I'm up for that. All right. To the extent that I can. Well, we'll follow you on Twitter. And we will root you on. Hooray. Well, thank you, Jay. Rah, rah, rah. Rah, 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 rah. But I guess I will say goodnight for now. Okay, awesome. Good night for now. Bye, Jay. See you later. Bye, sweetheart.